The opinions expressed in these interviews are not necessarily those of YYC Records and its subsidiaries. 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 Would anyone play that on the radio? Right. And like fine, it's a fine line between not even the radio. Can it? Will people bump it? Exactly. Like when we went. So like the show we had in January last year. This time, um, there was a lot of songs that were like fine, but that we like had given up. And then by the time we like opened for Cupcake in Montreal, that was a full-blown, like riotous show. And we were extremely confident with all of like the entire performance. Mm-hmm. The audience was insane. It was huge. They were living. And it was like, right, we have come so far because like we've like seen and listened mm-hmm. to what like people are reacting to. Yeah. So like to Calgary. Calgary has a duty to make lit music if you want to put the city. It doesn't matter if you if you can rap. Mm. Every second person can rap now. Yeah, yeah right? Like, are you yeah. going to make music that bangs? Are you going to say something? Are you going to look like someone? Are you going we to have a that? duty to put a city on a map. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Why What We See. A show where we uncover, discover, and present to you the talent shaping Calgary urban identity. I'm your host, Telly Bomba. And in today's episode, we meet with the one and only Cartel Madras. Didn't we tell you it was going to be a great season? In the year, starting January 2018, they just, out of nowhere, just shocked the whole city. They tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. I'm mashing my word here, but enjoy this interview. Let me know what you think. I'll chat to you guys at the end for the whole social stuff. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you for having us. What up, Calgary? What We're up, Cartel up, Madras. I'm Aboshi. I'm Contra. And let's get this cooking. Hey, hey, hey. Well, thank you for joining us today because you have. It's quite a. A tense schedule on this Saturday. Yes, mm-hmm. very much. <laughs> uh, artist, entrepreneur, you guys have a show tonight. Yep, we have a show tonight at Hostel YYC. Hostel YYC. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys performing tonight? We're going to do a mini set. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I getting some uh, some exclusive here? <laughs> yeah, we will be doing a little bit of a performance, but the show is, it's we're really, putting on the show. Yeah, we're really, it's really about showcasing the people that are on the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, we've like, selected them, curated our selection. Why we have them is because they're talented. We like what they do. So it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, but in the marketing behind it, it's pretty intense. It's like everybody's like, okay, I cannot miss this show. And some of the first one, actually, I think I missed the first Sounds Fuck, but the videos from it are just... Oh, yeah. The first Sounds Fuck was... Wow, it was really good. Yeah. It was cool. It was completely... It was a completely new idea to bring to Calgary. And then it... Like, the fact that we pulled it off, we were like, oh, fuck, this is a thing. Yeah. There's a market for this in this city, then. People want underground hip-hop shows. Right, they do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the songs, fuck. Uh, that's, uh, like, a little later on. But congratulations on this year, like, 2018. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. What an amazing year for what we saw on the other side here. And uh, question for you is, where was Cartel Madras two, three years ago? So Cartel Madras didn't exist mm-hmm. three years ago. It yeah. wasn't a thing yet. Um, we've always been writing rap, 
and we've always been performers, um, but we never like got together and were like, let's make music and put it out there. Mm. And then, so yeah, three years ago, we were making music, we were performing, but not as a hip hop group. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, just to make it clear with, the, for that, with our listeners, you girls are um, sisters. Yes. And you were rapping differently, like on your separate side, and eventually we, decided to get together? We How were, that... we sort of were always performing. We were always making music. We grew up writing music, being trained in music and dance. So oh, wow. we were always performing. Um, and we were always rapping, but in secret. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were always rapping in like our basement. And like we knew each other rapped. We knew we were always writing. Yeah, we were kind of like the audience was each other. And our closest friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, very good. And it was a lot of fun. But we didn't think that we could, like, put it out there. We were, And our lives were heading in a different direction mm-hmm. at that point mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. And so then when we actually did start Cartel Madras, and when we decided on the name, and we decided to make music under that moniker, that was when we were like, right, let's put this out there. This is good there's no reason for us to not put this out there right. yeah and how then, did that come to be how do you what was the day of like all right we're going to do a group together we're going to call it cartel madras so we always we had these ideas for how we'd rap together um even before like we went by a, a different hilarious name some hilarious <laughs> come names on, give me one or two <laughs> so we used to go by um this was like a few years like five years ago, so um, we used to go by uh, Young and Fried, hey. which was like a weird. <laughs> it was like a play on like Young Carl and Young and Freud. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because okay. we were like, oh, we're rappers, what do we think? Yeah. Um, so that was dumb. <laughs> it was a very dumb name. Um, but and then there was this weird secret SoundCloud account that I had, which I've taken down now, called like Mia the Girl. Also dumb. Sorry if you came upon that account. Um, But I think it was 2017, um, middle of 2017, we were just in our room. I don't know what had happened. Like we wrote, so we, it was interesting because we took a break sort of like just naturally from writing rap. I'm going to shut this out on our page. Go ahead. And it wasn't like intentional where we weren't like, oh, let's take a break from writing and focus on other things. It was more just like, our lives were just moving in different directions. And then at one point, like, I was just writing, I was like thinking about like lyrics in a car because I heard a really good beat. And then I was like, I wrote like a full track down. And then like, we linked up later, like later that day. And I was like, yo, I just like wrote a track again. And she was like, Yo, that's so crazy. I've been writing too, and it's been so long. Crazy sister. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we like shared it. And then so what we did was like we'd write completely like our own tracks and then we edit it and listen to each other's stuff. And then like once we like came to a point where we're like, okay, this is polished enough. We like this. We were like, put it on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. Let's just see what happens. And the way we approached it then. It's completely different from how we approach it now. Right, right. Just like in a year's time, like 2017 to 2018. Completely. What? Okay, I didn't get the answer to that question. Cartel Madras. Mm. What does it mean to you? And 
why that name because it's it sticks it's and it's what i like about it it's a bit when i i, I came up with why what why see and people have a difficulty saying first why yeah, why, yeah, why. Yeah. but then eventually sticks in the head cartel yeah. madras he was like is it cartel madras cartel, yeah 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 right? right so why choosing this one and sticking with this one so madras is where we're from it's where we were born oh, yeah. um it's the it's the former name because now it's called chennai yeah. But when we were born, it was still Madras. Yeah. So it's like the, it's the British name. It's the colonial name for Chennai. So when we were born, it was called Madras. And um, cartel, it's just a really powerful word, right? It could, it's a bit of a movement. There's a violence to the word. And it's something like in both of those terms, like in both cartel and Madras, it's like we have sort of like the Western or developed world calling the developing world things to disparage them and kind of taking over, like, their terminology, reclaiming land that they had never had in the first place. And so, like, using both of those words that are extremely loaded is to very much make a point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, do- it is making a point. Like, if you if you miss in Carta Madras, you're probably living under a rock right now. At least living <laughs> in Calgary. Um, so making a point, a uh, great segue to, the, to my next one here, Gundo rap, just another point again, because it's like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, no, that's we love. That yeah, we sort of came up with that idea mm-hmm. because, like, Gunda in like India and in Pakistan and Bangladesh is how you refer to like a thug, or, like a hired criminal. Yeah, and it's sort of like a way to describe someone who's like kind of scary, is involved in illicit activities, and it's basically the Indian equivalent of calling someone a gangster. Yeah. And yeah. so we have had, we've come like a long way in understanding our position in rap and what it means to us because as much as like our rap dabbles in different subgenres of hip hop and different elements of rap, we can't go out and say like, oh yeah, like we're East Coast rap, we're gangster yeah. rap because yeah. like, those aren't our stories. That's not where we're from. Mm-hmm. Because we're from India, we have different stories that are similar and that overlap in a lot of ways. Yeah. But we needed a different way to like explain that to people. Right. Yeah. It's so amazing. That genre was our way of being like, what we're rapping about, like, we're from the south of India, which is very different from the north. We're immigrants in Canada and we're brown women. So, like, Gunda rap became, like, our lane. It was, like, our genre. It's, like, we can do whatever the fuck we want mm-hmm. doing Gunda rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's basically, like, saying gangster rap, but it's, like, Indian Gunda rap. Right, with a twist yeah. on yeah. it. Like, yeah. it's branded. Mm-hmm. You're branding it, but, like, making it unique to yeah. yours, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Gunda rap. Okay. And then the style of music where... Because the style of music seems to be, like, a mix of trap... And something else that I can't put my finger on. All mm. I know is just my head is moving. <laughs> right. What are the inspiration of Contra and Iboshi? If, if we can so um, move Contra. What's... So it's interesting that you say that because we think about that a lot too. Because it's definitely trap. And then we have some house in there. But there's this other sound coming from it it's rough it's hard it's wordy because we like to rap but we really like when people move that's always been from the start like when you come to our show can you mosh like can you just 
you know, kind of like get that energy up there. And in a weird way, like Gunda rap allows us to say certain things, but it's also developing into its own sound. Right. Um, and like influence wise, it goes all the way from what's underground right now in the States to what's underground in India. We were in, um, and, and what's popular in India too. Yeah. But we were in Bangalore last year, around this time, it was just before our show in January. We had to be in India and we were in the South and we had gone to Bangalore and then we were invited to this kind of weird like underground show in some establishment. And then we saw these DJs there and we were like, whoa, there's this sound pouring out of India that like people here won't really tap into. Even Indians here won't, right? Because like we're getting oh, Bollywood. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right, it's right, like right. we're getting what's most popular, but there's this underground noise happening in India and it's like, huh, things are shaking up there. So we started connecting with like producers and DJs there. Keeping our eyes and ears to the ground has always been something we do in music. Mm -hmm. It's always been something we've done since we were kids. So like that's allowed us to, you know, play with noise that sounds sometimes like Gucci Mane and then like a JPEG Mafia, just that variance from right. like very underground to like popular trap right, right, right. and then throw in some Indian in there too, yeah. which there's more of in our second mixtape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not out yet. No, 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 <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Can I have the name of the second mixtape? We don't uh, yeah. have it yet. <laughs> okay, all right. Is there? Few, have you have you thought about anything? Oh yeah, we've yeah. thought about lots of stuff. We've like shortlisted probably like five names, but, but it, it's gonna go back to like ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then go back to five. <laughs> yeah, before we're anywhere close. Because yeah. like Trappistan, we had we're a different name for yeah. our tape. Completely different name for like our original mixtape. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was now, but it was something not as good. Yeah, because Trappistan. <laughs> That name came about, like, maybe a month before we dropped the tape. We were like, oh, Trappistan. Of course it has to be called Trappistan. Yeah. That's sort of just... And then, so we want something like that for the second tape, because yeah. it has to be as much of an eye-catcher. Right, right, right. Yeah. Trappistan. Okay. Great segue. My next question is about Trappistan. So, um, out of nowhere again, just shocked all of us uh, that have been doing music quite for a while here in Calgary, Trappistan come out, Pork and Leaky is a critically acclaimed single. Like, it's that dope. I remember playing it and be like, dog, I be your one. You're on your bullshit. <laughs> Sorry if I'm <laughs> getting excited here. But before I get to Pork and Leak and the story of Pork and Leak, how did Trappistan come about? Mm. Like, the whole tape itself. Like, did you guys have an idea of uh, putting, you know, different singles together or was it like a a, process, uh, a concept tape? Um, how, what's the story behind Trappistan? Like, Trappistan changed so much yeah. from when we started writing and working on it to when we put it out. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's crazy because all of the original songs that we recorded and wrote for what we thought was going to be our first mixtape used none of them. Oh, yeah. Not a single one. We were like, yeah. nah. We could do better. We could like make it sound better and make it sound like something that we want to perform. Right. Yeah. And right. it's like, there's this like crazy advantage you get when you get to perform before you release music, which is something we do a lot. Do a lot. Yeah. Right. Like, so like we wrote a bunch of music and we were recording it. And then last year, this time, like that was when we got our first show. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And then right after that, it kind of snowballed into show after show after show after show. So then our sound changed from the way people moved during our shows. Like we're like, that song sounded lit. Yeah. That song, people were like yelling that part out. Yeah. Like let's hone in on that sound and like fuck that song, which like people like, but it's like. like, There were, oh my gosh, like there's a couple of songs that we'll never do again. Yeah. Because people were not moving. People were moving, but it's like a huge part of it is also like do we have fun and do we enjoy ourselves performing mm-hmm. it? Because, like, we love performing mm-hmm. and we love being able to, like, share all of our music with other people and have them enjoy it, too. Yeah. But if it's one-sided, it's... A lot of the whole, like, magic of a show is lost. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, like, we've seen ourselves get bored with the song on stage and it becomes just, like, an energy suck from us. Yeah. And it, like, just kills our mood. Yeah. And we want to get hype after it again. So, like, we made a lot of decisions where we were like, let's just throw this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's weird because in the end of it all, it seemed like Trapistan was a tape of five bangers. Like, we picked, we were like, initially it was like, okay, hey, we'll have some, like, more, like, lo-fi hip-hop song, like, normal energy ones. Then we'll have, like, some trap singles. And then it was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we just have to have five trap singles, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it just has to be, like, punch after punch after yeah. punch. That should be the mix. Exactly. Like, why waste anyone's my time? My ears, I was like, oh, my, oh, one after another one. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. Travistan. So what's the story behind Pork and Leak? Do you remember how you guys wrote that one? Because we hear it on the other side, and it was like, yo, this is... It's crazy, but were they actually not working and <laughs> and be like, okay, fuck my nine to five? <laughs> How did that come about? Because yeah, it seems yeah, like yeah. that's a track that you come up with after leaving work and be like, f this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Which yeah. was a and lot writing. of that was going on at the time, because um, neither of us are working nine to fives anymore. It's full on cartel it's thought just police. Cartel thought police. Yeah. Yeah. Since when? I can... Since probably like ish mid fall. Yeah. yeah. So many artists now are just not doing the day job and can do you, it most of it with the music. Because you can't. Like it's, it's like very difficult. It is a it, it is a privilege to be able to do that mm-hmm. and like to be able to reach a level where you're comfortable enough to be like, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. Right. Yeah. To survive. Right. Yeah. And I can focus on what is like moving my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I enjoy. Yeah. It was when so when we wrote Pork and Leak. I remember that vividly. Yeah. Give us the story. Give us the story. <laughs> like, so we were, we were just like, kind of like banging our heads about Trapistan and thinking about like, what do we want the theme to be? What do we want, like sort of the story to be? And how are we going to like bring everything together? And we are always very good at picking beats because like we love instrumental hip-hop music mm-hmm. and so the moment we're in a car and we're listening to like a beat tape and the moment we just start, we can start like rapping over something we're like okay i'm gonna write to this and then we'll see what happens mm-hmm. um so with pork and leek we were working on something at the same time what was it um we were working on time to trap time to trap right and so like I, we kind of just because we liked both of those beats so we were like okay you work on time to trap i'll work on pork and leek and i was extremely ill i was like (laughs) oh my god i'm dying like we had too many shows in succession and like we were like completely dead and we had more shows to do after 
And like, I was like, wow, I'm an incredibly artist. ill right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like delirious. That's how sick I was. And so like, I was sitting and I was like, word. And then like, I just started writing it. And like, the best part about Pork and Leek is that like, it is really fun. And it's about stunting and clowning and mm-hmm. also like clowning on yourself. Mm-hmm. And so like, it was just like, oh, right. Like, this is a song that is about like us being able to like get wild on stage and giving something to the audience for them to like easily pick up, like, enjoy, remember. Mm-hmm. And that was basically how Pork and Leak happened. Yeah. So yeah. All the ingredients are in it for people to remember, repeating it. Yeah. Which, like, like connect with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right. So just similar to this, because throughout the interview, you say that your process changed from when you started mm-hmm. to now. Yeah. Uh, and through the interview, I'm learning that you guys do a lot of your show and put a lot in um, the performance. Um, Karate Madras seems to be a group of people. Like, it seems like there's a lot of, like, there's a team behind it. Mm-hmm. With, like, Thought Police. Uh, yeah. Uh, which... I want to touch on on thought police and all that, but what's your view on music and artistry in 2019? Like from being so keen to having the performance, but also have the quality yeah. of the music. Yeah. Like, what's your view with with artists? Like, where, what's where do you maximize your yeah. time? Right. We've always been because we've always been performers and also writers. We've taken both parts of that very seriously which in a way made it so easy to be rappers in a certain way because it was like so natural it's like of course we write of course we perfect our sound and of course we perform and we perfect that too which is something hip-hop really needs to Mm -hmm. be able to bring that energy on stage and also like back it up with the talent and the technicality and the lyrics so like we kind of came into the game knowing that so it was like okay that helped a lot and then you know, just like looking at the landscape of hip hop, that is the best artists have all those pieces in right. place. Completely. Right? At least the artists we really fuck with. And and that's the thing. It's like anytime we've been to a show where we were like, that was amazing. That mm-hmm. was incredible. And that blew my mind. That's when we have sort of like really looked into it, broke broken it down and been like, right. Okay. So like, this is what I liked about it. This is what I didn't like about it. Like when we saw Princess Nokia, um, when she came to Calgary just a, a while ago, over a year now, yeah, yeah, we saw that show and like it was amazing. We were just out of our minds, but like after the show, we were talking. We were like, we do, we we got to do this. Mm-hmm. We got to do this, and we can do this. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And like, it was just a really good way to be like, this is what I liked. This is what I didn't like, and not just about Princess Nokia, but but about a lot of hip hop shows, mm-hmm. and. One of the big things that are going to, like, carry into 2019 is that, like, now that we've sort of, like, streamlined our process about, like, how we write and produce music mm-hmm. and how we perform, we can go back and forth between, like, honing the craft of both of those things. Right, right, right. Yeah. What's the day in the life of Cartel Madras? Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around for six hours. Basically, <laughs> just like <laughs> it's it's weird. We go into busy season and then like not so busy season. And it's like we go back and forth. Our I think like us in our element is when we're performing a lot. Yeah. 
Um, despite being sick. Despite, yeah, despite being <laughs> sick. ill. Yeah. yeah. That's like our preference. We can't do that right now because of a bunch of other stuff we're not allowed to talk about yet. Yes. Oh. But like we have to kind of wait a mm-hmm. little bit to like... We can't just randomly perform. We can't just take any shows we want right now. Yeah, like, We're like at a level where we have to be like, okay, we have to stop for a second, work on some stuff, work on a few other commitments we have before we go back into that that stretch of performing. But for us, when we're performing a lot, we also tend to write a lot because oh, okay. it's immediate feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You can like edit something on the fly. Mm-hmm. You can edit something before the next show. And we're always used to like if we write something really good the day before a show, we'll just learn it and do yeah. it for the show. Yeah. That's amazing. So just, quick now. Yeah. Uh, you can grab it, test it, and it's better to test it and yeah. just like ruminate oh, yeah. on it and keep yeah. it It's and always stuff. better that way. But, you know, show that's show scheduling. Right now it's like, oh, recording, 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 recording. recording. Figuring out the mixtape, figuring out some other like major projects we have coming out, so that it becomes more business. Mm-hmm. And then um, like working on other thought police members, yeah, like stuff as well. Thought yeah. police quickly mm-hmm. before I get to my 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 bus question. I know I have I have so many questions for you guys, but I know I have to let you go for for your show tonight. Um, thought police, tell us a little bit about thought police and who is part of thought police. It's, it's I've discovered that like you guys started that last year, like the end of last year. End of yeah, yeah, end yeah, of last yeah, year. Yeah. End of last year. Extremely new. And yeah, slowly catching up now. So yeah, yeah. It, look it up. So it's like so. Thought Police began in a way we've always kind of dreamt of a collective, right? We grew up on that odd future kind of vibe. Um, we see it popping up elsewhere. That's. It exists in certain pockets in Calgary. You know rappers that move with different rappers. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be this entity, right, this collective of artists, that's not that common here. No. Um, and we were like, in a way, like, we do have people that move with us. Mm-hmm. There's more and more, like, musicians, artists, DJs gravitating towards us. Right. And we were like, we can take our pick of who we really fuck with. Right. We can bring in people that are extremely talented and nurture talent as well mm-hmm. for people that were like, that person is mad talented. Let's bring them in. Let's give them like a treatment. Let's like market them, brand them, do for them what we did for ourselves. Yeah. I'm doing a great job at it. Like the, the graphic is amazing. The video is crisp. The sound is good. The performance is good. Thank you. Like, what do you, oh man, so many questions. Okay, <laughs> last question before my bus question. What's your view on Calgary hip-hop now? Because you, right, you want to nurture people and mm-hmm. give them what, what you did, you know, for your girls, like, in, in one year. What's your view in Calgary hip-hop in, in the urban world? So, it was dying a couple of years ago, very evidently. Yeah. And I think <laughs> everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, and what's great about hip hop in the city right now is that there's like a lot of like newfound energy and vigor and people are like more passionate and ambitious about hip hop again. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of like new talent Mm -hmm. that ranges from like so many different subgenres, but Calgary tends to be more old school and tends to be behind the curve. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing, because, like, some people are just, like, mad talented, excellent at what they do, but it sounds like it was made, like, five years ago, right, and right. it's lit, but, like, 
I'm going to listen to that in a car once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People here, like, they, at least, like, when we were, like, you know, assessing the scene and we were like, uh, like, right. how are we going to fit into this with our sound? Like, it's so different. You were like, you know, people make music, but, like, are you making music for the world? Right. Like, are you making music that I can bump in my car over and over again? Not just because I'm your friend, mm-hmm. because it's good. Exactly. You know? Completely. And all of a sudden, in the past, like, seven months, I've seen all these rappers crop up, like, out of nowhere. Or, like, be more visible. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're just out there now. And they're putting their stuff out there. And, like, it's evident that all of a sudden there's a ton of hip-hop in Calgary. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From a day to another, almost. Yeah, there's going to be definitely, like, a new... Calgary hip-hop renaissance. I firmly believe that. Mm -hmm. And I think once we have, like, people getting to the level where, like, people from other parts of the world are noticing them, Mm -hmm. more people are going to come here, and that's just going to fuel it to grow bigger. Right. And that's really important. One thing that I've always found about, like, this is just for hip-hop in general, and when people are like, yeah, I like to write stuff with meaning, and, like, I'm just really thoughtful, you know? It's like... That's lit, dude. But if five people are listening to you, your like your meaning ultimately is only conveyed to like five people. Right. Yeah, we have a huge agenda, a mm-hmm. huge agenda. And so, like, what we have realized with that agenda is that a lot of our early stuff we've scrapped because it's too like laden with the message, mm. and it's too much just for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know when you write rap and you're like, this is good, cool, I'm going to send to a few friends. And they're like, wow, this is awesome. But, like, would anyone play that on the radio? Right, right. right? right. And it's, like, a fine, it's a fine it line is. between it's a fine having, or Not even the radio. Can it, will people bump, bump it? To, exactly. Right. Like, when right. we went, so, like, the show we had in January last year, this time, um, there was a lot of songs that were, like, fine, but that we, like, had given up. And then by the time we, like, opened for Cupcake in Montreal, that was a full-blown, like, riotous show. And we were extremely confident with all of, like, the entire performance. Mm -hmm. The audience was insane. It was huge. They were living. And it was like, right, we have come so far because, like, we've, like, seen and listened Mm -hmm. to what, like, people are reacting to. Yeah. So, like, to Calgary... Calgary has a duty to make lit music if you want to put the city... It doesn't matter if you if you can rap. Mm. Mm. Every second person can rap now. No, yeah, right? right? Like, it's, are you yeah, going to make yeah. music that bangs? Are you going to say something? Are you going to look like someone? Are you going to be an ambassador for this city mm. to prove that, like, right, we have talent here. There isn't any reason for us to be overlooked. Mm-hmm. Like, we can compete. But that's what we need. The ability for people to step up and be like, I want to compete. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Carta Madras here in Calgary. Um, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to got some love here. You're like, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. I'm going to take a quick second to say hi to the people who are here. Uh, we have Jeff Watson, Amir Bamba. Are you twins? Is one of the questions. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> look, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Damien Jones, Kirsten Bromley, uh, and I'll jump you girls here on the, the buzz questions. So quick answers. Um, are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell Madras. What's your favorite food? Indian food. Dosa for me. 
That was fucking hard. You like poutine. No, that's not my favorite. <laughs> okay. It's good, but I always feel bad after eating it. I don't know, probably like Szechuan food. There it is. Szechuan, yeah. Szechuan. All right, Indian food. All right. Um, you go to the club. What's your first drink you order? What's the what day of the week is it? Uh, let's go on Monday because it's a rough day. <laughs> no, on the weekend. Usually people don't drink on Monday. Double vodka water, gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. Third time I heard that. Work, water too. Mm-hmm. Um, you go. You can transpose yourself anywhere in the world right now. Where would that be if you could? For like a day, Atlanta. Why am I so slow? Oh, take a, it's a quick buzz question. I think we got you with the lightning on that one. I'm going to see <laughs> Chennai. Chennai? What is this? Chennai, Madras. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Madras. Oh, wow. Just go kick it. See the fam. Yeah. All right. Two more questions. Um, if you could have anyone produce the next Cartel Madras show, um, uh, album, top producer, who would that be? Are we allowed to say our own DJ? (laughs) (laughs) Can they be dead? Yeah, we allowed that last interview. Okay, okay, (laughs) okay, okay. That's fun. That's fun. Hopefully, it happens. Oh, this one is lit. (laughs) The bus got you today. Okay, I'm forgetting this guy's name. What did he do? Um, It's the guy who produces, who produced Freddie for Freddie Gibbs. Oh, it's Alchemist? Freddy. But no, that's no, the Alchemist DJ. didn't do Freddy. But that was Fetty. That, that was, was Fetty. Yeah, I'm talking about Freddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone who touches Freddy Gibbs's work. Uh, that's what she said. What did you get? Because you were thinking. I was like, your mind is like... I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, still kind of like, whoa. Ooh, okay. Why don't I say... No, that's so lame. What? Oh. Okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> What a cop-out answer I have in my head. True. <laughs> Definitely Zaytoven. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I would honestly say, like, oh, boy. Someone not in hip-hop, like Shlomo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, you took some time. That's a yeah. good one right there. All right, that's going to be a lit album. Hopefully you can you listen to this or yeah, the podcast sure. one day, right? <laughs> Uh, all right, last question. Um, and if you could have a feature with any artist in the world oh. on the next oh. Cotton Mattress album. We've been thinking about this one, like our dream features. This is so hard. Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, I mean, it would be Freddie Gibbs. Wow. Freddie Gibbs Unexpected. is... Unexpected. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs is our... Freddie Gibbs is our gospel. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs. All yeah. right, we'll have that in the comments. Freddie Gibbs, please... A truck Madras, right? We need a co-sign in Calgary. We do. <laughs> um, we do. Oh, okay, one more. Introvert, extrovert, ambivert. Extrovert. Extrovert. Nice. First extrovert in the whole season. Wow. Wow. All the artists Weird. are introverts. Weird that all the artists say that. I noticed that they're all like, I'm, a, I'm such an... And it's like, are you? Like rap, like, but you're okay. in front of people right. all the yeah, time. Yeah, I'm introverted. I don't go out as much, mostly, but... All right, cool. Well, thank you for asking, uh, answering my bus questions. Um, I'll let you guys go with the one and only last question of show why, what I see. Why Calgary? Why should people pay attention to the city? Mm-hmm. And if not, what's missing to the city for people to pay attention? It seems like you kind of answered a bit before. But. Yeah, definitely. Like, 
a huge reason for why people should pay attention to the mm-hmm. city is because like we need to be able to refund and refuel the urban arts scene. Yeah. And like redevelop that. And that can only happen when we have people from within Calgary and from outside of Calgary investing in people in this city. Mm. Yeah. And like fuck Toronto. <laughs> Toronto's played out. Oh. No, for real. But it's like for real. Like the amount of opportunities we've gotten to go to Toronto and move there. Completely. There's a reason like we will go there for a bit because like we have to tour out there. Right. But there's a reason why we're like, let's not move and become Toronto rappers. Let's stay and be Calgary rappers and then develop in this city. Right. There's a lot of talent here. You'll see them tonight, but mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. there's a shit ton of talent here and we can actually craft our own sound. Right. That's the right. Thing. There's an opportunity for that. For some reason. Yeah. Like, I we tend can, to copy yeah. a lot. That's why I'm excited with going to rap because it's like, okay. Like I keep saying, like, we need a sound. Like, mm-hmm. Toronto yes. had a sound. Toronto and has I a had sound. had a big fight with people. It was like, well, no, you don't need the sound. We can sound like everybody else. Like, well, no, no, like... They don't sound yeah. like alike. Like, New York, they were not all yeah. sounding alike, but it yeah. was a sound. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... No, 100%. Hopefully, maybe Gunda Rap might be the... Totally. I think, I think there's going to be, like, an answer to that. And I think because we're landlocked... We're not going to, like, I think we can do better than just being lumped to, like, West Coast sound. Mm -hmm. I think we can definitely create something within the city that is, like, and again, what we need for that is, like, competition. And the, the people that are doing the best, the sound that's getting, like, the most listens and the most attention and traction that's going to be the sound that other people in this city are going to pick up and notice as well Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. once there's like once there's like a handful not even a handful once one person from the city gets to a certain level everyone else is going to notice and be like right okay how can we do what they did in some way shape or form Mm -hmm. well thank you ladies Ladies, thank you for having thank us. For having Carter us. Madras, answer why, what, why, see. Uh, do you have any ask for our audience before I let you go? The show tonight, who's performing, where they yeah. can follow you, anything you have. This is a um, okay, plugs. So follow cartel.madras on Instagram. Um, follow Thought Popo on Instagram as well. So tonight we have Sansfox 3. Um, Sansfox 1 and Sansfox 2 were both sold out so we decided to do this one as a free show just get everyone who wants to really see hip hop but sometimes get can't get through those doors to so just come through um, we have a really really lit lineup we have Roman 66 we have Lemmy G um, Terrell Black, DZ, Jay Sterling Young Kamaji, DJ Egglad we have um, Anthony Almighty coming back on the stage today after I think like a year not going on stage um, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be a trill trap party, and Calgary needs more of those. Oh my god! Also, okay, five dollar drinks all night. Yeah. What the fuck is up? I have nothing to say, but that's amazing. Right. Come. <laughs> it's at Hostel Bar, and Hostel Bar is seventeenth Ave. Seventeenth Ave. Prime location. Very good spot. It is free, so like, bring your friends. Let's yeah. pack it out. Let's do it right. We're just trying to... Because like, I don't think everybody will be able to get in. Sorry. Max <laughs> capacity like is... It seems like it. Max capacity is 200, 220? it's 200. So it'll be fine. Cool. But we I just want to push the normies out and get yeah. more people in. So just... Let's spook the normies, gang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess I see you girls. See you ladies. I keep saying girls. I see you ladies tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us for uh, episode six of YYC. Show presented to you by YYC Records. Sponsored by Bella Beats. I hope to see you guys tonight.
YYYC Season 3 Episode 6 I hope you guys enjoyed it With the one and only Cartel Madras What a pleasure I had to interview the ladies I kept repeating in, in the interview Just came out of nowhere Smack Amazing though I'm your host, Ali Bomba. Show presented to you by YYC Records. Check us out on Instagram. If you have any questions, comment, leave them in the comments. And this is for y'all. People interested in our culture, YYC, and the people of YYC. Stay safe. Check you guys soon.